Spoilers begin now. Thor Love and Thunder features everyone's favorite handsome hero Thor, the God of Thunder. Don't forget the stunning reveal of MCU's Mighty Thor. Also two giant screaming goats. We also get King Valkyrie in a wave of blue braided glory alongside Korg, rock solid performance as always. We get to see Zeus who you didn't seem to care for. Gods, his accent was terrible. Also giant screaming goats. Let's not forget Christian Bale crushing his role as Gore the God Butcher. Oh, he killed it. So scary. No Voldemort vibes at all. And you know, screaming goats. Hemdall's son, Axel, who carries on his father's creepy but very amazing and useful gift. Goats. And yes, of course, the screaming goats. Ah! So grab your goats, your hammer, your loved ones, and prepare for a review fit for the gods. Hey everybody, this is your killer queen. We are here to talk about Thor Love and Thunder. Got my discount Thor here. Um, What's that? That's you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're the thunder, I'm the love. That's Let's right. put it together. You're, you're the love to my thunder. <laughs> um, so this is a super awesome opportunity for me to talk about an MCU movie uh, alongside my amazing boyfriend, partner, Jordan, who is a huge Marvel fan and for anybody who doesn't know some backstory uh, I never really hadn't really seen any Marvel movies or really understood the story behind some of them the comic book stories or even the MCU kind of journey until I met Jordan and we kind of took that journey during the pandemic um, and I my eyes and my world have been open to so many things um, this entire journey and it's really cool to be in phase four now mm -hmm. and seeing a lot of new stuff so um, we're going to talk about one of my favorite movies so far um that we've seen in the mcu which is thor love and thunder yeah which i think will be a lot of fun too because <clears throat> excuse me uh you're not a you're not a comic book person right which i mean like you've kind of got started getting into it more of like the horror comics and stuff like that but you didn't you didn't you don't know like the stories that like the movies and stuff are kind of based off of um just kind of like here and there so i think it's really cool for people to hear from you know this the different aspects where like some like like me who i've read the stories and stuff like that and somebody who's kind of like just mostly uh been like all, along the mcu journey and kind of learning as you're going My perspective is different. yeah the different yeah. and i think that's fun and i think that's what's going to make this episode a lot of uh, a lot of fun and intriguing for people to listen to when you've got two different aspects like that when you mm -hmm. when because i'm even excited because like we've talked about it but not so much at length to what like you think and where you think things are going as somebody who doesn't really know um, comic wise right. what happened mm -hmm. and where that all went. So I'm very intrigued to know your thoughts on this. I think your thoughts are going to be more intriguing than mine. <laughs> I really, I really do. I really do. Like I, I'm very happy to give my own like knowledge to what I, to what I know from comics and stuff like that. But I, I am more excited to hear from you. Well, and I think um, this whole experience like just has changed my general perspective as like a movie watcher because you know I'm a big horror fan as most people know so it's like um yeah there's sequels and there's trilogies and there's all kinds of things in the in the horror genre but I mean 
I'm a big standalone movie person. I mean, think yeah. about all of my, like, top favorite movies we've talked about. Like, I mean, Fright Night had a sequel mm-hmm. and a remake. Yeah. But, like, Tombstone's a standalone movie. Like, Tremors um, is not. Tremors <laughs> is not. Sorry. <laughs> kind of put my foot in my mouth on that one. That was <laughs> but, my first thought was um, Tremors. I was like, Same with sure? Scream. I mean, there's a ton of Scream movies. Yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. But, but it's always the first ones for me. So, like, I feel like I am not that kind of um, classic person that likes the original story. Yeah. Um, and, mm. again, I guess that doesn't really go for this one, but... To me, this movie I mean, can. this movie felt like an original story yeah. to me. So, um, since we've gone on this whole journey with the MCU, you know, Thor has never really been one of my favorite characters. Um, I know he's one of your favorite comic book characters and stuff. Oh yeah, but... I've always like. Not to be fair, what what I knew of Thor, I knew from like Norse mythology, right, and stuff right. like that. So like the stuff I learned in school, the stuff I read in my free time. So, I remember going to see the first Thor movie in theaters with my friends and not really like knowing like what was that? like I knew like Odin I knew of Loki uh, and you know like the the Sif, Lady Sif and everybody else but like I didn't really know how he tied into Marvel because mm-hmm. honestly I grew up Mar- my knowledge when it came to Marvel was like Spider-Man and the X-Men and everything maybe a little Daredevil here and there but most of my knowledge from comics came from like DC characters hmm. and stuff like that. So interesting. So I didn't know that either. That yeah. That was so like I comics. learned most of what I know. My journey started mostly in like late middle school, early high school when it came to Mar- like big Marvel stuff. So when they started doing the MCU, I had to do a lot of reading. Uh, I didn't know that much about Iron Man, uh, hmm. honestly. And I and as a comic book fan and like who has a comic book podcast, I am almost ashamed to even admit. That I thought Captain America was a DC character for the longest time. Oh, what? Yeah, Even until, I knew that. until I got older and was like, and again, like middle school, high school, and was like, oh shit, no, he's a Marvel character. Wow. Yeah. That's so, huge. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a DC character for a long time. So that's crazy. Yeah. Right. I like that's not th- that's not something I tell a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't, you don't guys. tell his podcast partners. No, because on this, and, his buddies. They, and they won't. Li- I mean, they might listen to this, and then <laughs> I'll know because then I'll be like, "You dumb son of a bitch." <laughs> yeah, I mean that's cool because because again, you know, again it was about the stories though. Like yeah. you liked Thor, be- Thor's character because of the the Norse mythology aspect of it all. And, right. Um, for me, it's. Again, like the previous Thor movies that we'd watched, the first one, the second, I don't even really remember the second one that much. But well, we only watched it like once. once. Yeah, and yeah. we just watched the first one again. Yeah. Um, and we and skipped over the second one to watch Ragnarok. But, yeah. But <laughs> I would watch the second one again. It's got it's got a decent story. A lot of people didn't like it because it was darker. It was more serious. Even Hemsworth was like, he wanted a change to his character, which you kind of saw he was kind of... The same. He had more of a, a lighter side to him in, in the first Avengers movie, which you still haven't seen. Mm, yeah, I haven't seen so that So when too. we went yep. on our MCU journey There's a few stuff, holes was, in yeah. my MCU journey. So and know. only because, like, when we started watching these things, you know, I had you watch the things I thought were most important. Now, I feel like the first Avengers movie was important, but, but I you didn't, didn't own I didn't, it. I didn't own yeah. it. Yeah, and it was a pandemic, and we were my parents, and we didn't have streaming, so it was right. kind of like whatever we could get our hands on DVD-wise. Right. And I couldn't and, find it anywhere. Yeah. So it was like... Yeah, it was, so, it was crazy. There still are things we need to go back for the greater story, but I feel like as far as we've come, I have a much greater understanding of like the MCU kind of story and timeline. Yeah. And so, um, you know, for me, I loved Ragnarok. It's one of my favorite films in the MCU. Yeah. 
I something that we kind of talked about before we went to see Love and Thunder that you know you had heard we had heard, we both kind of had kind of heard the buzz about this new movie. We yeah. watched the red carpet, most of the red carpet for it, and you were reading articles and watching you know videos and stuff as yeah. you do <laughs> reaction. I do. I, I watch I watch a lot of stuff. I watch a lot of YouTubers like break down trailers yeah. and shit, and like I. I don't know what it is that I really enjoy about that kind of thing. I know for you, it's it could be a lot, and you sometimes just sometimes it's a lot for me. Yeah, and but. And, it, and I did it more with like Spider Man and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. especially when it came to No Way Home. Yeah, and I mean with it being just one of the bigger MCU films and, and including a lot more characters from movies that I've loved since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I, I don't know. It, it it holds a special place in my heart to this day, and. I, it's forever going to be one of my favorite movies, but I, I did sidetrack though. We'll do no way home another time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but what I was going to, what I was saying was Ragnarok. Cause we both, I mean, everybody, I feel like when I say everybody loosely loved Ragnarok, there was some yeah. buzz around it. Cause Taika Waititi came in for directing and, um, just, it has that movie has its own feel, its own mm-hmm. vibe. And it was so and new it and had fresh, a new flavor right? to, to, to Thor's like character. Yes. And I think a lot of the buzz that we kind of talked about or read about prior to this new movie mm-hmm. was, is it going to be like Ragnarok two? And people right. were fearful of that and stuff. And one of the first things I said to you, I feel like, you know, I felt like I was leaning over whispering to you so much during this movie. Which didn't bother um, me at all and everything. Like, but like I was trying to like learn how to multitask. I was trying to listen to you and like, conversate, know, but I'm like trying to watch it. Like my, my iTunes. And like, I felt like I wasn't giving you or the screen. Like, I'm that, that annoying to... person that you watch a movie with and I have to comment on things. I'm so sorry. No, no it doesn't. Um, but again, it doesn't bother me. I'm just like trying to like do both things. Yeah. So, so one of the, like, that was a big thing for me like you know 30 minutes in or 45 minutes in or whatever I was just I, I said it multiple times I remember being like this is not Ragnarok at all and and I'm I love that and I don't want to say that I was fearful of it I just feel like that was something I'd heard like it was a buzz that people right. were people were afraid that it would be that again and not saying I was afraid I just I had that in the back of my mind because it was stuff I had heard or read and, right. and I personally did not feel that at all I felt like and I think you said it perfectly when we were talking right after the when we left the movie theater, you said the tone was different. And I'm yeah. that just hit so hard. It gave me chills. I was like, yeah, that's it. The tone was what was different. Cause obviously it's vibrant. It's got Tyka's, you know, footprint all oh, over yeah. it, all but over. the tone was so different. And I, I feel like personally too, like the story was that much richer. Mm. Like it was more, it was a deeper, richer um, story. And, I was reading something earlier today where people were saying like the story was kind of garbage. And I think they're just haters really, but talking about the story not you know lining up or this or that but and you know this is something that so anybody else that knows i do a comic book podcast like i mentioned it's called those not so super dudes we're actually airing uh, an episode uh i don't really know when this episode is going to air but uh at the current time it is what is it, july 21st yeah thursday. so thursday so the 22nd the friday uh we are airing an episode about uh miss marvel and just phase four in general, now none of the other guys have seen this movie yet, um, mm. but I, there's something I said in there that I'm going to say here too, and I feel like, as somebody who has read the comics and knows the stories that this movie is based on, you know, you do multiple stories, that multiple they put stories, together. at least yeah. two. Uh, you kind of have to like, you kind of have to like separate them. You have to mm. take what you know from the comics and just kind of push it out of your head. Like you can look for those things in the movies. But know that they're not going to be entirely accurate. No movie in the MCU has been entirely accurate to the stories that that the movies are based on. So I kind of look at the MCU as a different storyline. Like, mm-hmm. and the comics do it all the time. 
Like they change, they add, they do their own different storylines. Every character's got, you know, they end the storyline. Boom, we're starting a new one mm-hmm. in like a month or two. Um, or some of them are tied together, and some overlap, and some, are and some aren't. And yeah, they and are what they are. And... So the MCU to me is just one big visual comic book storyline mm-hmm. that might have like tie-ins to to stories that have been told before and everything, but this is its own thing. And I love that perspective because I feel like it's so. Positive, which right. I'm not surprised that 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 you have a positive perspective about something like that. But because, I, I try to because otherwise, then I'm just going to be angry and upset because I'm not getting what I want. But I also feel like you're a creative mind. I mean, you write and you have all these amazing ideas and things like that too. And even with your podcasts and stuff like that, so it's like to have a creative mind kind of like naturally gives you that positive perspective because, right. like you said, it's it's art. I mean, it's a visual. It it's a visual adaptation of. Yeah, comics are visual too, but mm-hmm. it's a different kind of visual adaptation. Yeah. So, again, that was like something I remember just being very excited about while watching it because to me, I was like, this is not Ragnarok at all. It's its mm-hmm. own movie. Well, before we get really deep into the movie, do you would you like to give our listeners a plot synopsis? Yeah. So, um, if if you listen for, to for the beginning, doesn't know what this is. If you listen to the very beginning of this podcast, we always do a little skit beforehand. So we kind of mentioned or highlighted some of the um, characters, um, repeat characters, new characters, things mm-hmm. like that. But um, you can kind of fill in here for me and I'll kind of try to sum it up. It's been a little while since we've seen it. But um, Thor. So the last time we saw Thor was in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. crazy, huge, you know, movie, a lot of crap happening. So Thor kind of went off with the Guardians of the Mm -hmm. Galaxy. Um, He's been palling around with them. And this movie opens. He's with them. They're kind of like helping another planet. They're fighting something to help another planet. And and he's kind of like trying to find his place in the the world. Not even just our world, but the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, his father's gone. His brother's gone. Um, he's been broken up with Jane, the love interest from the first Thor movie way back when for mm. however many years. So he's, he's kind of trying to find who he is and where he belongs. And, um, at the beginning we get a little bit of the guardians. Um, he's with them and Peter kind of gives them that, you know, Hey man, just look at the ones you love and find your, find your path. And so, um, I'm trying to think of like where he goes. Then you're kind of getting this other story about Jane Foster. So they brought Natalie Portman back to play Jane, Dr. Jane Foster. Um, you find out she's terminally ill. She has cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's very sick. We got Darcy real quick who yeah. came to visit her, which was awesome because I love I, I love Darcy. So And we haven't I mean, we got to see her in WandaVision, WandaVision. last yeah. year. Yeah. Yep. So Jane's kind of having her you're seeing that with her. Um I'm trying to think of essentially what happens. And then you've got this other story with Gore. Um and you kind of see how he becomes the God Butcher because mm-hmm. of he he loses his daughter due to suffering and he's praying mm-hmm. to gods and they're not answering him. He loses his daughter. He stumbles upon a god that's very sarcastic and kind of saying that, you know, pe- humans are weak and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. so he takes this weapon um, that was of a god that was killed, I guess, and he mm-hmm. and it gives him the power to kill gods. So, but as the movie progresses, and again, as somebody who's not a comic book knowledge person Mm -hmm. that somebody who knows the comics would know this. I didn't watching it. So for me it was new, but you see this weapon kind of like taking away what little humanity Gore has left. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's making him less and less human. The more gods he kills and on this path that he goes to kind Mm -hmm. of, um, and you kind of feel for him. And that's the thing I love as a, as a reader, as a creative person, you know, 
I love seeing the good and bad in characters. They're not all bad. They're not all good. So you kind of get that a little bit with Gore in the beginning, even though you know he's going to be the main villain. Um, so then Jane ends up kind of being called to the pieces of Thor's hammer, mm-hmm. Mjolnir, that mm-hmm. was broken by Hela and Ragnarok, yep. right? Yep. Um, and it's at New Asgard, which is where we see King Valkyrie. Um, and so Jane goes to these pieces. They're kind of like calling her. Um, and she ends up kind of becoming Mighty Thor, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we we get her introduction as Thor comes to New Asgard because Gore actually shows up there looking for Thor, yeah, right? So Thor comes back to help, and that's when, when we get her introduction as Mighty Thor. He yeah. sees her, and it's it's this funny, playful thing. I mean, throughout the movie, there's these very dark stories, like Gore's story, mm-hmm. Jane's story. Um, even Thor kind of being like lost and not knowing who he is, but but it's it's portrayed in this beautiful cinematic. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's colorful done and it's very well, and then yeah. it's funny. I mean, they throw in some of the funny is a little cheesy, but it's meant to be. Yeah. I mean, if you know Thor's character from the first Thor movie, he's kind of cheesy. That's just kind of who he is. And, and also, if you want to get the tone for this movie, it happens like immediately like this movie is like it's almost like an 80s rock it's got like an 80s rock feel to it yeah, with the yeah, color yeah. and the tone like the when you video, get yeah well when you get like the 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 title card and stuff you know like the marvel mm-hmm. like music and stuff like that it's all done by like guitar yeah like and everything yeah. it's not like it's very, the normal, it's very it's very well done and then so they kind of team up with valkyrie and korg mm-hmm. um who's king Valkyrie's, Valkyrie's king, Val- yes. King Valkyrie. um, and, she, and you kind of see, I want to talk about her character a little bit because I'm a huge Valkyrie fan mm-hmm. and I, that was some of what I had done some research on. Um, but she, you kind of see her not necessarily struggling, but you, you get a glimpse of her kind of not necessarily feeling like she's fulfilling her purpose in life as king. So she's kind of just going through the motions. She's king. This is what she does. Yeah. Um, so the fact that this huge opportunity, you know, comes up to to go go after gore and to save asgard and all this stuff like it's she's excited about that she's a warrior you yeah. know she's a valkyrie so and, and also gore kind of kidnaps a bunch of asgardian children yeah. to lure thor to him so that's the main reason they have to save the, the asgardian children they they need to stop gore so mm-hmm. that's kind of it and then there's you know kind of a side part of that journey where they go to um olympus i guess is, i don't know if it's called olympus but to see zeus and the other gods to kind of ask them for help oh there it's uh they talk about um so in the comics it was known as oh fuck i i'm so sorry i forgot what it was called um but it's like this it was supposed to be like this giant library that okay. thor goes to at least in the comic he goes to figure out what happened to all the other gods now oh. this kind of it's way not cooler necessarily, not, not, than what happened yeah. in the movie. Well, it's, well, it's not a, Oh, my God. It was so cool. And they had like a librarian that could fly and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, awesome. like wings and shit. Um, oh, fuck. I can't believe I forgot what it was called. I should have written this shit down. It's okay, a lot of the yeah. stuff I go off by, by memory. We're trying to fr- freeform here. Yeah, but like I... If I if somebody told me, I'd be like, fuck, that's it. Yeah. Um, but that's what... I remember him mentioning it by name. And I'm like, cool. And like it kind of looks like it when they first go in. Uh, but, uh, so it's not necessarily Mount Olympus, but this place was essentially, um, yeah, like a big library, but the way that they had it laid out in the movie, it was like a, it was like a, like a place for all the gods to get together and kind of meet. Yeah. And, and then you, you meet Zeus who's played by Russell Crowe, who 
again, the greatest disappointment for me in this movie was was his performance because I just thought it was terrible. Um, I mean, it's Russell Crowe is an incredible actor, and this was yeah. just, I mean, the most garbage thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I say that with, like, the utmost respect for the man as an actor, but it was terrible. I mean, I looked over, you know, I was like, what is this fucking accent that he's doing? And you were like, like I think Greek. it's Greek. And I'm like, it's terrible. It's all terrible. Um, but you know, he's kind of an asshole and, and, and he tries to embarrass Thor and blows his clothes off and Thor's naked, which uh, you yeah. told me, you know, Chris Hemsworth was like, they, everyone deserves to see my butt. Oh no, like, that was, no, that was Taika. Taika okay. said the world deserves to see Chris's butt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so like you get to see his butt, whatever. But uh, to me, the, the cooler part of that scene is the tattoos. So Thor has yeah. gotten his back very heavily tattooed and there's this, um, there's this big kind of um, image that's in the center of his back of Loki's uh, like helmet. helmet yeah. And it says RIP Loki. And then um, I, I didn't look closely enough, but I did see an article um, that kind of zoomed in on other parts of the tattoo. So like yeah. Odin was called out, like his mother was called out, like different people. Yeah, there's like lost. a there's like a, a tattoo. It looks like a par- piece of parchment. And it's like every person he's lost. So there's yeah. like a, it says Natasha's father, mother, Loki. I think Hemdall was on there. Natasha. Tony. Tony. Natasha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it was really cool. I like that you get to see that, but they don't really talk about that. It's right. just like that moment of like exposure, which again, I feel like was just the writing team and, or Taika's vision to say, hey, let's throw this in here just as a little kind of thing for right. for fans. So then they, they, they leave um, without getting the blessings or the help from the gods, but they also kind of steal Thor or sorry, Zeus's Thunderbolt. Yeah. Um, which is cool. And, and I mean, I totally skipped over like the screaming goats, which are a present to, to Thor or Korg in the very beginning when they're helping the guardians right. defeat these people. But there's these giant, two giant, just kind of dim witted goats that, which they got for helping, uh, the, the, the people of the one planet who I'm pretty, and again, I can't remember what their names are. I'm really bad with the name. Sometimes those yeah. are things I need to write down. I it's do that. Okay. I do that synopsis. on my own. Pod. Yeah. Okay. Well, so he gets them, for helping the guardians save like them and their planet and stuff like that. And, and I'm pretty sure it's the same people. Uh, I think it's Yondu's people and everything. I think Uh, I read that they were, no, not the ravagers, the, the people that they help. Oh, okay. His like, his like race or his culture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I think that's why they were so protective Mm -hmm. of them and everything. But, uh, yeah, they, they give, they give them, like goats. two goats. <laughs> and these goats are just screaming the whole movie. It's, it's fucking hilarious. I mean, every tooth time you hear them. Tooth grinder and tooth gnasher. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's their names. Yeah. yeah. And so they, they end up, um, their their mode of transport is is a a <laughs> tourist ride. Yeah. Uh, Viking style ship from Asgard from that Asgard, the goats are yeah. flying. So um, that's powered by Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah. He opens up a Bifrost. 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 Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, there's this whole humorous thing um, between Thor and Mjolnir and Stormbreaker where he's kind of like, you know, is Stormbreaker jealous of the fact that Mjolnir's there's, come back? There's like and... a big like love triangle yeah, kind yeah. of, which is hilarious Cute. because... I liked it. That well, was because fun. he's like, you know, he, of course he he wants his his hammer back, but then like Stormbreaker just comes like off yeah. screen, out of frame <laughs> and staring yeah. at him. And Thor's like, what? It's <laughs> so, great. So what's hilarious about this movie is that there are, there's a lot of love connections here and mm. in there, but like you never expected like the one between the him and his objects. Yeah. So which I mean, you 
should though like thinking about yeah. it really like he him and his hammer had such a fucking connection that's how he channeled his power mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. after he lost it mm-hmm. and then now he's got stormbreaker who's so fucking strong it can open up you know the bifrost and take him wherever yeah, he wants yeah and is the handles made from Groot made I mean, from Groot they, yeah that that was forged in infinity war right yeah. with um what was uh Peter Dinklage uh Eitri Eitri yeah mm-hmm. yeah they had to <clears throat> you know it was that was an intense and personal and, and important moment. I feel like that 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 scene from Infinity War yeah. sticks with me because no, it, it was so important. It was a beautiful scene, and like because you because when you find out that Stormbreaker is going to be in the film and everything, and then uh, and then you're like, well, how cool it would be if it was made from Groot, and then you totally see it is. fucking happen. <laughs> like I'll never forget being in the fucking theater for the opening night for that movie was no, the greatest that. Marvel <laughs> experience of my entire life. It was so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they okay. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, they know. left the gods. They they go off to find Gore. Meanwhile, um, Thor is able to communicate with Axel, who is Hem- Hemdall's son. Yeah, Hemdall um, had the, a son. Yeah, the same kind of way that Hemdall was able to, and you see it in in um in the first Thor movie. Right? You see it in uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Sorry, mm-hmm. when Hemdall is trying to help the Asgardians like escape when yeah. Hela's kind of taking over, and him and Thor communicate um, that way. It's almost like Thor is like a a vision but he can see what Hemdall's doing so you see that with Axel and Thor's visiting with the kids and um that that was my favorite uh scary gore moment as well I mean Christian Bale was to take a side note again he was amazing I mean he looked amazing he sounded amazing and 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 he just fit that part of like this person who keeps losing more pieces of his humanity Mm -hmm. as the story goes on and and that moment where the kids are in this giant kind of like cage basket, and, and he just pops up. He's out of there. I mean, they're ta- Thor is giving them a speech about like hope, and it's gonna be okay, and you're as guardians, and be yeah. brave, and and then all of a sudden he's there, and he's like talking like Pennywise, like he's like, oh, I know. kids, let me tell you a story, and he's got like it's his head so of a creepy. monster, and all you see is his eyes and like him kind of lightly smiling, and I'm yeah. like, oh fuck no, that's. That's terrifying. So scary. Like, like he he does look di- and again I'm gonna make like comparisons to, to comics, comics and stuff, yeah. but like he does look different to his comic book counterpart. Whereas like you know the gore in the comics, first of all he didn't really sound at least he at least it, the way that they had him talk in the comics he didn't exactly sound like he does in the movie if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like he had more of like a like a, a darker voice. like gruffer voice and everything, okay. where he sounded like almost demonic and shit. Okay. And, uh, and he had like a black cape and cloak and stuff instead of like the white one that he has. Yeah. And he had no nose. So he looked which, a lot like which, Voldemort. Which I did hear or read that they opted to keep his nose because for fear of him looking too much like Voldemort and seeming which, too much uh, like Which Voldemort, was which honestly probably good a, a good yeah, choice. Like great it, choice. He honestly looked really, really good. Mm. I, I had no problems with the way Loved that he it. looked as Gore. There were some things that... Uh, that I wish that they had incorporated more into this film that they did in the comic, but that's also, again, being a comic lover and knowing the story. Um, so in the comic, Thor and Gore had met a long time ago. Mm. I'm talking, like, centuries ago. Mm. And back when Gore first started doing his slaying and everything, mm. and uh, Thor, and so Gore wanted to know where uh, th- where the other gods were like Thor's gods and stuff like that, or the other gods. That, Back when you know, they first met? Yeah. So he he came down and he ended up capturing Thor and holding him in a cave, like chained him up and shit, and mm. held him in a cave, I think for 
few days, maybe almost a week, um, tortured him. And so he would give up where the other gods were and Thor wouldn't budge. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly how he got out, but uh, when the killing started again, because I, I, he thought he, I think he thought he killed him. He thought he killed Thor. Or not, uh, Thor thought he killed Gore. Mm. Um, you know, he when he realized that the gods were dying again, he ha- he brought in the help of Tony mm. and to, to help like search the cave that he was held in and stuff. And that's when he went to the library okay and stuff. so the story he went back to the library yeah. and everything like he'd gone back there once before okay to first figure out what was happening and then he very went back. different yeah so there's there's story definitely lore. some different stuff happening you also mentioned the sword yeah. which is a really really cool tie-in especially with the mcu because that sword and they and they even called it it in the movie is called the necro sword necro sword which yep, yep. was originally held by it being known as null and that's like K N U L L, who was who is known as the king of symbiotes. So mm, like venom. There's so a that's where venom. yeah, yeah okay. venom and all of them come from. Cool. So yeah, I think you told me that a few movie too. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So the fact that they also called it the Necro Sword is pretty fucking sweet. They're acknowledging. They're acknowledging mm-hmm. that somewhere in their universe that yeah. there are symbiotes somewhere. That's cool. Yeah. So even if like. Well, we, which we kind of got with that one post-credit scene. Um, uh, no Way Home? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep, where yeah. Eddie's in Mexico or wherever. And... So I'm wondering if, I don't know, I'm wondering how that's going to happen, if they're ever going to touch on Null or how that's really going to happen. But again, that's looking at it from a comic perspective, like how they're going to do it and just knowing who that character is and how that sword is tied into that story. Yeah, um, that's really cool. But I, but that, I thought that was a really, really cool addition, and so for me, that's that's like, that gives me hope. Mm-hmm. That they're gonna do more. That's with an that. exciting comic. Yeah. Link. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. So then, uh, something else is, something else. You'll have to help me with terms here, but okay. um, it's almost like so Gore is killing gods, and then all of a sudden he wants to go to this thing called Eternity, where he yeah. can, where whoever reaches it gets to make one wish and one wish only um and so like he's like the whole idea is that if he gets there he'll wish all the gods to be dead um am i right yes yes so So, the whole so a good portion of what he wants the whole reason for taking the asgardian kids was so he could lure thor to him right so he could take the axe take stormbreaker to open that eternity. was because yeah right. well that was the key to open up to where he needed to to get right. to eternity who is a celestial being right um whereas the first person to ever reach eternity is granted a wish mm-hmm. so there's that moment where like they realize it's a trap mm-hmm. and like even jane takes stormbreaker and like throws, throws it. it yeah and uh-huh. so he like tortures them and tells thor to call stormbreaker back Right and right and he does and there's a he fight does eventually and, yeah but the other cool thing with that scene um is the switch from color to black and white mm-hmm. because they're going into this place and I forget where it's called where he's at um that is like they called it the shadow realm the shadow realm yes which was perfect because black I mean and I say black and white but it was more like black black gray whatever you want to say but um all color just gone and yeah. it was very like. Gave me like Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz vibes, yeah. or, or like it jumps um, from black and white to color. Yeah, just just really kind of trippy and cool that 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 was tied into um, the whole 
story itself and, yeah. and going there. Um, and so then they, yeah, they get away, but of course Gore has Stormbreaker. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see. Oh, I forgot one of my favorite moments too, when they're escaping from where Zeus and all the gods are. Yeah. And Korg! Oh my god, I, anybody doesn't... I freaking love Korg. He's been one of my favorite characters since he was introduced. Um, and he gets, like, blown apart by, like, yeah. Zeus's, you know... And it, the, the I, like, bullet. almost started crying because I thought he was dead. But then his face, because he's made out of rocks, his yeah. face is still intact. And he's like, guys, I'm still here, or whatever. And, and there's this battle... Um, with with you know our our crew and the gods and Valkyrie straps his face to the back of her head with her braids. She yeah. just like straps and so like one on. of her like strands goes like across his face. It kind of looks like a, a, mustache, a mustache. Yeah. So, it, so you get like the camera angle of like Gorg just like yeah, in the back of her beautiful. head. Beautiful. It's so fucking. And, funny. and there was a whole thing with him having to whistle because that's how he called oh, the goats. Called the goats. Yeah, and he can't whistle very well. So yeah. they're fighting, and his face is strapped to the back of her head yeah. and trying to whistle. And I mean, it's just amazing like that was one of my favorite scenes um in in the whole movie it was great mm. um so they've they've got Korg's face but it's only his face yeah um yeah and so you know there's there's this moment when they're when they're headed to gore again before the trap which we kind of jumped into and all mm. that stuff where where jane and thor are talking and talking about what happened how long it's been and she admits to him that she has cancer and yeah. all of this stuff and they ha- kind of have a moment um, and, and she kind of thought, you know, there's a moment with her and Valkyrie too, back in Asgard before they leave where Mjolnir is not necessarily helping her human form. Yeah. Like, um, when she's mighty Thor, obviously she's powerful and strong, but it's like, actually making it harder for like the chemotherapy to work, to, to work. It's yeah. actually kind of burning up. So real quick, I wanted to get into that because mm-hmm. they give us a good bit of backstory so you actually see what happened with him with the, the two of them oh yeah thor and right. jane like their relationship and what led to the never breakup. got no because yeah. we always because after dark you know uh uh dark world mm-hmm. and everything they were they were broken up right mm-hmm. or uh, and he's, he's made a comment here or there but nothing well, ultron ultron right was the next time we saw him and which was like a year later our time but i don't know how long it was for them um well they said it was like a year they were together for like a year and then Mm. um but at that point they were broken up and so every time you see thor like he brings it up in some way shape or form or it's brought up some way shape or form uh so in this movie you got they go back and you see their life together and like you see them like dress up at a halloween party and you see them like doing all kinds of time they were together Yeah, yeah the time they were together and like what drove them to finally break up and it was and you know it was a, a bunch of things it was thor not being there and and everything her not so being there because her, of her work yeah because so of her kind of work so yeah. uh eventually she wrote a letter and left left and so like they touch on that and everything and so you find out a lot from that and then she ends up getting cancer and you but you find out from that backstory that you know, Thor told Mjolnir, Mjolnir to protect to protect her, her. Mm-hmm. and, and so you why. saw like the the rings and everything, uh-huh. like uh, whatever Odin said, uh, whoever ho- whoever be worthy shall possess the power of Thor. Yes, and you saw it from the first Thor movie. So that's how that happened. So when she got cancer and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and she was she looking was for a way to save herself. Mjolnir, the pieces of Mjolnir called out to her. Yeah, I love that. It's a beautiful story. It, it's it was very... so cool. And I love that they they touched on that because mm-hmm. otherwise, like, why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we didn't know that, you know. But 
it also wasn't like important until now because this is a movie about Thor and yeah. it's a movie. I mean, it's called Love and Thunder. Like it's yeah. about those things. So this was the right time. But there for was them. there was so many different versions of that too. Mm. Like especially the love part and everything. Yeah, and you have oh different versions. Of oh, love. different. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Like of course the big one being Thor and Jane, but then right. you you get like like we were talking about with like. Thor and Mjolnir and then Stormbreaker and yeah. Thor and uh then you've got the friendship love and obviously the friendships with the whole, too yeah the whole crew. I mean, Thor and Valkyrie and then uh Valkyrie you know and you said something too cuz and uh, and something that something that I don't like is when people complain too much about something being too woke or you yeah. know being like why are you got to throw in so many gay characters all right first of all like why like why is that such why does that bother you so much mm-hmm. like why it's not like they made which I mean, I feel like as a Norse god, he's a pansexual, or because he's if he's attracted to his weapons, he could also be I considered saw that pansexual. Meme. Too. <laughs> right, why not? I mean, yeah, most of the gods were were very free or yeah. fluid, and however they. Well, like, it was like uh, people complained about Valkyrie being gay, and it was like they you, never you... once said that she was gay, so she hit on women. Big deal. So she, she, so that, that I'm glad you brought this up because this was yeah. something I looked up was well, it was you know, something you said. Right, but I'm saying the the whole aspect of her being called King Valkyrie yeah. was something oh, I, okay. I was interested in, like, like oh, like, can I look up an article or a couple articles to see, like, what the actor said, what his Taika said about, like, why she, why she, why she or they, whichever pronouns are, because I even, I think I was Googling, like, um, proper pronouns for King Valkyrie and things like yeah. that to try, because I'm like, is it she, oh, okay. is it they? Um, so, Tessa Thompson, mm-hmm. I, I have a quote, it's on my phone here, but, okay. um, this was a quote from Tessa. Let me see. Give me one second. Oh, you're fine. Okay. Well, the, it was the thing that, like, you had said where you were like, you thought you got, like, Valkyrie gave you gay vibes from the beginning. Yeah, but it was never, like, it, was, like it a, was never something that I was like, oh, she's going to be a lesbian and she's going to be no, badass. No, 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 but it like, was just you, like, you were like, I, I thought she was the whole time like that it yeah, wasn't, it a, wasn't surprise a shock to, you. to yeah. me and not that it should be a shock to anyone it but, shouldn't but you know so tessa are. said um she's a kind king i know mm-hmm. there's been some confusion on the internet in terms of the gendering with her being king right the truth is that's the job that thor was going to do and then he just gave her the job and we yeah. just didn't bother to change the title because the title is king and she's like well i can be king the suit the suits that she wears we thought it was sort of fun a fun nod to Frida Kahlo those scenes where she's like in the suits and stuff oh yeah so basically like and I love that because she's not even considering it like a gender thing yeah Um, she's saying it's a title it's the same title that Thor would have had but he gave her that title or he gave her that job because he was doing other things with the guy he didn't want to be king he felt she was she was the best suited for that job so she's king yeah you know it is what it is um, so yeah, I thought that was really cool. And I thought that was something worth like looking up just to see again. Yeah. It was really cool that Tessa Thompson was the first person I kind of saw that had given a quote about it. Right. Um, but I love that. I, I love that. It's not, you know, one way or the other, you know, it's the same thing with people hating on like, oh, Korg's gay. Cause he talks about getting with another rock guy to make well, rock he, babies. He said he had two dads. Yeah. And I created okay. like they held hands over a fire and they had That's him. What they made. So they're fucking rocks, people. Like they're rock people. Call them your like, shit. Who like cares? who cares? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so he meets. So he meets, that was one of my favorite things meets about the movie. Donovan Diaz, if you ever listen to this, shout out because 
I didn't put two and two together at the movie. I was just laughing at how amazing it was no, it that, that Korg met Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. Who was another rock person. A rock person. Dwayne the mustache. Rock Johnson. Come the fuck on. Like, <laughs> and he doesn't have any lines. <laughs> no, he doesn't So if, if The Rock does not voice him in a future movie, if he makes another appearance, appearance I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> that would be so So good. yeah, that was, that was amazing, you know, and... Um, the whole movie is about love, you know? Yeah. It's about every kind of love, like you were saying. Yeah. Whether it's romantic, whether it's, you know, with, with objects. But even, said. like, so much so, you even mentioned it at the beginning of, like, ta- talking about the synopsis and stuff with, like, Gore. He His, his, daughter. his daughter died. Now, yeah. in the comics, it wasn't just his daughter. It was his daughter and his wife yeah. and everything. And I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure his entire family died mm. at one point. I think he was able to bring back his son. Mm-hmm. Um, down the line, but, very dark story. Yeah, so like he lost his entire family, and when he was wandering out in the desert and what you know, waiting for himself to die, he saw two gods fighting, mm-hmm. and um, which we see kind yeah. of in the movie. Yeah, well, the we movie. we didn't really see them fight, but they had just finished fighting. Mm-hmm. So the one god kills the god with the necro sword, and that's when Gore is like, the well, these sons, because he was praying to these gods, and like nobody came to save him, but they're here just fighting. And yeah. shit, so he gets angry, and he takes that sword and kills the other god. So yeah. I mean, they they kind they diff, definitely did like that part for the most part, but like he lost more than just his daughter. Yeah. But it was a I think with this story, it made more sense for it to be just like his daughter and stuff like that because he was fighting for that one person. Yeah, and then that kind of I mean that kind of ties into the whole. Um, so they they get to eternity where he's at. Um, which there's this, there's this whole battle before that. So Jane is sick and deteriorating and yeah. Thor is saying, you can't pick up the hammer again. It'll you kill know, it'll you. kill you. Yeah. And so, um, he goes, which, you know, I've heard people complaining, well, why did they leave the hammer there? If she knew she was going to do it. And it's like, well, then there wouldn't be the rest of the movie. You gotta right. have what you gotta have. So he goes, you know, Mjolnir is still with Jane. So, you know, she's going to go back. Valkyrie's been injured, so she can't fight. Right. She got stabbed um, in the fight with Gore. Yep, um, and then, yeah, so he goes, Thor goes off by himself to, to yes. save the kids and to stop yes. Thor. Um, but one, another one of my favorite scenes is he gets there and kind of, you know, gives the power of Thor to all these Asgardian children. And it's it's kind of like the speech he gives them in the basket when he's, yeah. like, the vision saying, like, you're Asgardians, be strong, you know, brave, yeah. it's, in your, it's in your blood, it's in your family and all stuff. And he's giving them that speech, but it's like, it's ride or die time. Like yeah. you're my warriors because I have no other army to go yeah. up against Gore, and we have to stop him. And and you know it's not even like live or die. Like it's not that dark. It's just like yeah, like we're gonna kick ass. And so like you've got the power of Thor. Here it is. And but, but like temporarily. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like pick up your weapons and like you know they're all picking up different things. But this kid has like a stuffed bunny rabbit, and it's just like wah. And she, the kid is which like, is sc- it's such screaming, a and there's like lightning scene. bolts coming out of its eyes, and just beautiful. And soundtrack, I mean, I don't know if it was oh, Guns N' Roses yeah. or who was playing at that time. I'm pretty sure it was Guns N' Roses. But just epic, epic I have to, scene. Yeah. They're fighting off. It is a great monsters. scene. The only thing that kind of like there were some things about this movie that I I don't I wouldn't say I didn't like, but like that kind of threw me a little bit. And this was that one of them was this scene. Whereas mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I just don't remember. And guys, correct me if I'm wrong. And again, like being like loving this stuff and everything, and, and really loving the comics, I learn every day. Something that I didn't know before. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't really remember Thor really having that ability to transfer that power hmm. 
without using like the I mean I guess he gave them to like the weapons that they were holding and everything but mm-hmm. like I don't You're really saying remember. without Stormbreaker or Mjolnir it's yeah yeah like it. for him to really just be like cool so you have the power of Thor you have the power of Thor you well, also have the power like I don't really remember him being able to do that but I think for me it was more like um like it kind of took me back to um the first Thor movie where like he's like Odin's telling him like it's it's within you. It's within yeah. you. Or he finds that out, you know, it's within you. And then in Ragnarok, obviously we see him when he's fighting Hulk and yeah. it's like this power that, that comes out. Like you, you didn't need it all along. You didn't need the weapons, the weapons because right. it, it is part of who you are. Yeah. So to me, it made sense in that aspect, I guess, because like the power of Thor has always been inside of him. The weapons yeah. are just kind of like these. Well, uh, what I, what I was talking about was like transferring yeah, his power. Yeah, but, but to, to me, it, that it made sense enough that it came from him. It I mean, didn't which, come from the weapons. Yeah, so. which I mean is totally fine. Like I have and no, they're as I have guardians, no issue. right? So they're like right. linked somehow. I don't know. I, it just like I don't remember really having that ability, so it threw me for a minute. So I was like, when the fuck can he do that? Yeah. But like after, but like watching the scene, like I didn't fucking care because this amazed. was hilarious. I was too amazed by this the, was how too awesome good. The scene was. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about it as much. So the um, the other difference with this movie and the comic is that they did change some things that I really really wish that they had added these things just because it would have brought in two characters that I was really really hoping for. So in the comic to defeat Gore, mm. they it took three Thors to do it. It was something else I have. Present Thor, past Thor, and Rune King Thor. A future Thor where Gore won, and he was basically being kept alive because it was just torture for him, and Gore didn't want him to die because it would be too easy. Mm. So his, like, berserker things, those black things are fighting in in New Asgard. The monsters, yeah. Yeah, they keep him in Asgard. They keep him on his throne. So he's, like, old. He's missing an eye. He's missing a... He's got a robotic arm and shit, Mm. and he's, like... He's, like, sick of sitting there, so he wants to, like, die fighting. And so he tries, but, like, the Berserkers won't kill him. So they they eventually... I mean, he kills enough of them, but, like, they eventually beat him down, drag his ass back to the throne, and leave. Huh. Like, they won't kill him because it's too easy. So eventually, they all come together mm-hmm. to, to, to beat Thor. down Thor. Now, what I was hoping for was Jane Foster Thor of course our Thor and either future Thor, which would have been awesome or give us the character we've been begging for, for who knows how long and give us beta Ray bill as the other Thor, which I know, you know, beta Ray bill kind of has his own Mjolnir and stuff like that. I mean, they're doing the whole multiverse thing. Mm-hmm. Bring in beta Ray yeah. bill. I don't even care if it's from a different universe and yeah. he got stuck here or something. And he's like, Hey, cool, man. Like I can tell you the same kind of energy I have. I'm Thor from another world. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. And I'm honestly surprised that um, the three Thors wasn't, um, I guess. I really thought more, that was going to be a thing. More of a prominent theme. Because that was something else that I had had looked up today. Oh, okay. So something from the comics. And again, I'm going to butcher this for all you comic people. So <laughs> apologies already. But um, something about Gore being able to time travel and having access to the Pool of Forevers. Yes. Um, so he was defeated by three versions of Thor, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So... What I read was Thor the Avenger, Young Thor, and All Father Thor. So, yes, looking at this Thor. particular storyline for the movie, um, Thor the Avenger obviously is Hemsworth, the Thor that we all know. Yep. Um, young Thor, quote unquote, could be perceived as 
Jane's Thor or Mighty Thor, the Mighty Thor. Mighty Thor. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then this All Father Thor, which we don't really see. Um, but the context in which I was reading about this pertained to Valkyrie's character um, because it oh. was it was an article I guess that was published before the movie came out saying like is Valkyrie gonna die in this movie and stuff like that. So they were saying if we get all three Thors, obviously we get Mighty Thor, we've got Avenger Thor. Um, if all father Thor shows up, um, if she dies, then that's kind of her replacement as far as like the king of Asgard, because that's kind of his place or something. Um, but if she doesn't die and ends up meeting him or seeing him face to face in some way, then her days are numbered at least as the king of Asgard. So, and I, again, we didn't get that, but I thought it was really interesting after seeing the movie. Cause again, this article was published before the movie. There was speculation. They were, they were saying that if she's, if she met all father Thor, then her, her so, days, her days could be numbered as ruler of Asgard because he exists in some way. Again, I know he's from the future or whatever, right. but just as a sign or something. So like, to me, they didn't give us that, but we definitely got that feeling of like, she's, um, she's not content just being a ruler. Like yeah. she's a, she's a warrior. So yeah. I don't see her being the ruler of Asgard for the rest of her story, at least right. in the MCU. Which so. I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. So like, because if she met like future Thor, who was King mm-hmm. and everything, that would mean that eventually she wasn't right. Um, yes. Whereas, but like, I also like, I don't know. Like, but the, the, the thing I love about, the Marvel universe is that the future isn't set in stone. So even if that's how it was, that's not how it will always be and everything. And I, and just because like, especially with, uh, you know, rune King Thor, all father Thor, however you want to pronounce it or call it, you know, he's only King because Gore is making him. So like he, and that, yeah. And that's what I didn't know that. Sorry, I'm over here. No, you're fine. I need tongues. Um, lady with heartburn. Um, when you were explaining that and having read this earlier today, I was just like, huh, okay. I didn't know that piece of it. So that's a different kind of tie in. But again, the movies in the MCU are kind of taking their own, their own path form. And so I thought that was, I didn't know any of that. So having that input, I was like, oh, okay. Kind of see how they can tie this or that into those things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this movie was really, really cool. Uh, I mean, in a lot of different ways. I mean, the opening was so great. You've, of course, got, like... It had it definitely had similar feelings to Ragnarok, whereas, like, the color, the music, and stuff like that was... Same vibe. Was same kind of it's vibe. and some at, Yeah. Um, the, you know, he... Thor comes down, he's wearing his Ravenger suit and shit, and he's, like, doing his thing, fighting <laughs> these fucking hairball-looking things that look like they're almost like Muppets or and some that, shit. And that or, opening felt like a Guardians movie. I mean, yeah. you had the Guardians, and a lot. some people complained, or not complained, but said, like, oh, I wish we had more of the Guardians, and honestly, me personally, I thought that was fine. I thought yeah. it was fine to have them in the beginning because it's not a Guardians movie. Right. And... The Guardians movie's gonna pick up. I felt like, off, from I the trailers, like. that it, to me, from the trailers, it felt like a Guardians movie, just from the visuals I saw and things like that yeah. in the trailer, so... It was very spacey. Yeah, and I'm glad that it was just that kind of very beginning piece mm-hmm. that was... Was them because it was more about Thor and Jane and right. um, Gore, right? And so, yeah. So the kid, they get to the kids, they battle off Gore's monsters. They, mm-hmm. he breaks through to eternity. Thor and Jane are there. Um, she's weakening. Um, mm-hmm. Gore's about to make his wish, and they're kind of having this moment of like Thor saying, "I'm, I'm choosing to be with her if yeah. this is the end for me because it's obviously gonna be the end for her." 
Right. Um, choose choose love. choose love is what Jane kind of yeah. is is telling him and like bring your daughter back if that's your wish. Yeah. If your wish is anything, bring your daughter back. Yeah. And, why and not bring the one person back that you're fighting for? That you was love. something along yeah. the the lines of what Thor was telling him. And his whole th- he he kind of has this moment of humanity again to where like I'm not going to survive because of what this. The ne- what is it called? The, the necrosword. The necrosword has done to me and mm-hmm. I'm going to die. He, he made that comparison with talking to Jane at one point when he had them trapped. He was like, you're dying. Oh, yeah. Like, like we kinda me. Have, we kind of have a similar curse. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. But he has. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome comparison. Yeah, because um, the necrosword is killing him and he knew it, but he wanted to use every bit of its power to kill the gods. Yeah. And then so she's dying kind of in Thor's arms and telling him to and he says you know but even if i bring her back like she'll be alone because i i won't be here and she uh, her and thor are just like she won't be alone or jane says she, jane won't, be alone. she won't be alone and she and looked so, at thor and tears like, for yeah. sure tears tears and uh um you know the whole kind of beginning when thor is fighting with the guardians was mm-hmm. just like where's my place where i belong and yeah. it's like he has these friends like korg and valkyrie and stuff but they all kind of have their own purpose in life Mm-hmm. Um, and they get together for these ragtag adventures, but yeah. what is my main purpose? And so, um, you know, Gore brings his daughter back mm-hmm. and there's this moment where she's with him and he dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then she's with Thor. And yeah. so the end of the movie is, is Thor and this little girl who's his daughter, essentially adopted mm-hmm. daughter or uncle. She calls him uncle. She Thor, calls him uncle Thor. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She calls him uncle Thor. Um, and she kind of has powers. Yeah. Too. Well, she, I think she's got like the power, like eternity's abilities and stuff. Cause like when oh, you, when she first comes back, she's got like her eyes are like yeah. kind of like purple and, and they like purple. Got stars. They, yeah. And when she's mad really, at him really, about really, not yeah. wearing her slippers or something. Yeah, she, 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 she does something. She does something. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like, no, like he's like making pancakes yeah. and she's, like, yeah. It's it's a really it's really like heartwarming scene and stuff. And, and then they like, go into battle together. Basically, they yeah. have this dad daughter moment where well, he's, because like the way he makes it talk, like she's going to school or something, yeah. and then they're there, and then they're like, it looks like they're going to protect people. Yeah, or teach fight, or battle or battle yeah. like people that are like teach trying people. to hurt like uh, these this other like group of people like kind of the beginning of the movie uh-huh. yeah. and like you hear like Korg narrating and stuff and yes. he's like talking about how they the, across the galaxy they're known as love, love and, and thunder. thunder he's thunder and she's be- love yeah. and she's got Mjolnir like Mjolnir yes. pieced back together so after Jane dies. Uh, dies well before Jane dies like she because when they're fighting there. Um, in the hall, and I can't remember what yeah, the fuck spoiler, it's called. Yeah, spoiler: Jane dies. We're um, telling you that yeah. anyway. Um, the uh, you know, she, she uses the hammer, like it breaks apart, and like yeah. it captures pieces of the necro sword, and then she takes the hammer, and then she breaks the hammer again, so it destroys those pieces, you know, weakening him. But by yeah. that point, like he's already opened the the door to eternity, right. so he goes in. I forgot that. Um, yeah. You're so right. that's probably why he dies because the necrosword, you know, while it was killing him, it was also helping him but stay alive. But her too. But her Mjolnir too. Yes. Was, and that's how mm-hmm. she got, was weakened and stuff because she yeah. destroyed Mjolnir again. So somehow Mjolnir is put back together, together again. I mean, it could just be that Thor kind of, you know, made, you know, had Mjolnir make kind of the same promise, you know, that he did mm-hmm. with, jane and is keeping but we don't see safe. that you're right i almost we, wish we, we would have see seen that, that. because mm-hmm. they pick it up because she like drew on me on she like, drew like a face on yeah. it and he like scolds her for it yeah and it has like glitter on it and, and yeah but it's hers you but know it's, what it's mean? hers it's her and weapon. he's got stormbreaker she's got mjolnir and they run into battle together yeah it's great it's that great because oh, they're arguing over like she wants to wear her slippers and he's like 
oh, don't be complaining when your feet hurt or something. And then she's like, fine, I'll wear the boots. And like she like they, they put the boots on and go. So um and fun fact too, which I, I saw this through something that um that's Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Yeah. That played Gore's played Gore's daughter, daughter and, then and then Love, I guess yeah. you call her that at the end of the movie. So that was pretty cool. Um I think you had said he has three kids and they were all cast in the movie somehow. I or? believe so. Um because the one of his sons played uh, the younger one, of, the youngest version of Thor when they're he, he's oh, running in the beginning when he's running stuff. Yeah, yeah that, he played the youngest version of him, um, and I think he had another uh, son, maybe not. I, I think it said his wife w- had a role in there too. I just don't know as who she was. As guardian people, maybe. She was, yeah, I think they were okay. just as guardians. Um, cool. But yeah, it was really cool. That they were able to incorporate most of it, if not all of his family, uh-huh. and his daughter being able to play like. A bigger role in the movie yeah. and stuff like she was like the key to all of this for the well and i part. wonder too if if we'll see her um i would imagine so like i mean if they're going to bring thor into more things like it even said that thor will return at the end of the movie so yes. i'm very intrigued to see where his story goes and with what, her in it with now. her in it i don't really remember her name honestly i don't either i just yeah. kind of call her love because that's what the, I yeah mean, i don't really know if she ever had a name um but it was it was really really well done it, the story took a different like turn and aspect to what i was thinking of what was going to happen we, i knew they were gonna have to like condense it because you know the the, the god butcher alone is a really big story mm. and it, you know there's a lot of fucking issues and shit to that so maybe but. too that's like something people were missing was like they wanted more of that story when we right. only kind of got like a tiny little snippet of it they, which, they this... really condensed it and uh and i've even used the term before too they even kind of nerfed it a little bit uh, especially with like gore's character like i really kind of wish we had seen we saw him kill one god we didn't really see him kill any of the we other guys. We saw the aftermath. We saw the aftermath. Yeah. Um, they found, and again, I can't remember the one god's name, but like it was like a shot for shot when they found like from the, the big, comic. Yeah, yeah, from the 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 one was real dead because when that when Korg and Thor find him, Korg's like, "Who was that?" And he was like, "One of the nicest gods you would ever meet." And in the comic, he was like this big fucking thing. He was like, he like they would like pass each other, and he would like wave at Thor, like when yeah. they were just passed in space, and he would like wrestle black holes for fun. But that was also when he found Lady Sif, who we haven't seen right since Dark World. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and she was there trying to protect the one that God. I yeah, think one of, and, and got injured, lost her arm. Lost her arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the first time. But well, she is alive and she's at Asgard as yep. well. Yeah, she's alive and around again. Again, we haven't seen it. Well, unless you watched Agents of Shield like I did, then she showed up in that, which I don't really remember what happened to her in there. But it was really really cool uh, mm-hmm. seeing her. Uh, back for that but yeah that was that was like 10 years ago yeah and we saw her in loki as a memory that that's right right. (laughs) that's what i remember as like a memory yep yep she did appear as a memory in loki which i thought was really really, yeah really really cool and Um, and speaking of loki i mean i i like um you know beth my best friend her perspective on things she's She's a lot like me in that she didn't doesn't know the comic book stories, but she kind of went on a journey with with her uh, partner as well, and so she's got similar um, perspective that yeah. I do. But her her character, like what she likes and doesn't like, and things like that, are very different from me yeah. too. So again, I know you asked her what she thought, and she was like, oh, "I was good." She just she's a big Loki fan, yeah, and, and she's like so frustrated that we're not getting any direct ties to 
Loki. Loki and um, everything. And, well, and I, I keep saying, too, like, there there are ties. I mean, we got a lot of Wanda in Multiverse of Madness. Yes. And we saw more of her story. And and kind of, you were saying that there's theories about Kang and that Kang took her mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah. she's just, you know, so frustrated that these movies and shows keep coming out. And she's like, I just want them to tie back to Loki so bad. <laughs> like, she just needs that well, And you know line. what? They, they kind of do. And again, like, Chris and I literally just talked about this the other day when we were doing our episode. And... Uh, and even Alec messaged the other day and said, uh, who, who does, the, both of them are co-hosts from my other podcast. He messaged him was like, he felt like phase four was too complicated that nothing is connecting, mm. but I had to kind of like, you really have to sit down and look at it because they're introducing I, so many new characters. They're introducing too. so many characters. You, we've got more shows than we do movies right now. And I feel like that's a great way to go with some of these characters because the, you can flesh out more of their story. Mm-hmm. Um, like Miss Marvel's beautiful. Right. I well, and I, and I also think people are so used to having like the Avengers to really like ground you and really connect things. Like you had them to come together and be like, cool. So this is how these stories are connecting. Mm-hmm. We don't have the Avengers now. So now it's like we're being introduced to these new characters um, and honestly, with everything that's happening, everything is tying to Loki because right in some way of what happened form. with you know Sylvie killing Kang that opened up the door to the multiverse. Yeah. Between that, Scarlet or uh, Wanda becoming Spider-Man. the Scarlet Witch, and then you know everything happening home. with Spider Man, it all is like causing mm-hmm. this entire thing. And so it's all liter- it, it is all literally linked. It, to it Loki. is. It's just not like word for word like or like spelling it or out like and... spelling it out or like uh name dropping loki mm-hmm. and stuff like that but you know the fact that they are shooting a second season of loki mm-hmm. right now so excited and we've seen like loki and um mobius and uh in a tux and sylvie looks like she's working at mcdonald's like uh or something like that um i'm very i'm very intrigued to see where they're gonna go with that but i do feel like that Loki story is going to play a bigger part than what a lot of people think. And I think it's cool that most people were a fan more of Loki than probably most of them from what I've found Mm -hmm. because he, his story, I mean, people have always just loved Loki, Mm -hmm. but I, I do think, you know, everything is connected to his show Yeah, in one way or another. And I do think that's going to come full circle again. Yeah. And uh, Loki will probably play, a bigger part when it comes to where this phase ends up going or where the, the next couple phases go and everything, because they're opening doorways to really big storylines, bigger storylines in Endgame, mm-hmm. And I feel like that Loki's story really is kind of the, is just the beginning for all of it. Mm-hmm. So, and we're seeing yeah. a lot more cosmic. Um, I love, I love that term. We're seeing a lot more cosmic, um, themes yeah. like with Miss Marvel, um, Multiverse of Madness, yep. um, even in Love and Thunder, which he was kind of in a space like doing space stuff. With mostly, Guardians, yeah, but mostly space stuff. Seeing a lot more cosmic um, themes, so I I am very excited to see the direction that it's all going to go and 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 for new characters again. I mean, Miss Mar- I loved Miss Marvel. It was yeah. great. I I can't wait to see more of what Kamal is doing and where and with who and what she's doing and um Uh, oh i'm so excited yeah it's gonna be really really good um so real quick was there anything so we talked a lot about uh what we really enjoyed about this movie i've mentioned a couple things that i i wish that they had they changed was there anything about about the movie that you that you didn't really like or that really kind of like as somebody that's just as 
that really knows like the MCU like side of things? Is there anything about the movie you didn't really like, or other than Russell Crowe? I didn't like. That, <laughs> that was my biggest thing. Oh, again, I, I thought. Go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, real quick before we tie everything up, the post credit scenes and everything. We don't even we've, remember what those were. So one of them was uh, Zeus talking oh, to somebody. Yeah, screw that. And which... then we get. Well, you didn't care for Zeus. You're but right. we've got Hercules. Yeah, that was the thing. Which that, is a again, really cool character that we got. To me, but I know, was but excited. like to get Hercules <laughs> and everything, and uh, so that's cool. And I mean, yeah, but it, it, it's cool too because even the actor was like, I don't really know where they're going with this character. Like, I don't know what his story is going to be, but I'm imagining like a Hercules Thor like throwdown, and I think that's going to be fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, the second one was. Oh, fuck, I'm trying to remember. I feel like that was the bigger one in terms of, like, reveals or anything like that. I don't remember what either one of them was, though. The Were the goats involved in the second one? I don't one? think the goats were involved in the second one. I'm trying to remember what it was, and for the life of me, I can't... Oh! No, I thought I had it. Uh, Shit. Fuck. Yeah, you might have to... Now he's just quick. wasting time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, the Hercules thing I thought was really, really cool. Um, I didn't really know if they were going to go that route. Um, but yeah, I think a Hercules and Thor throwdown would be really, really good. Uh, fuck, I'm trying to remember I'm looking. what it was called or what it was. I I had it a bit ago and then I lost it. Oh, it's Jane. It's Jane in the afterlife. Or Jane in the afterlife. She, she made it to Valhalla. Yes, yes that's what she it was. She sees Hemdall. Hemdall, yes. And Valhalla. he thanks her for like, he, like make that sure Axel's cool. safe. Yeah, and so, that was really cool. Yes, I that was what the other I one was. That yeah, so like Jane shows up in Valhalla, and I thought that was so cool. That was really cool. And so yeah. like I'm wondering though if that's like a one off or if that's like setting up something else and like can they really do anything else from Valhalla? But mm-hmm. I really thought that was cool that she, oh maybe that just was a testament to her and her because they talked a lot in this movie about like dying a warrior's death to get into Valhalla. Talked mm-hmm. about that with Sif and with Valkyrie, and mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. and Brought so up a few times. Uh, yeah. So I think maybe it might have just been that Jane had earned her place in Valhalla. So yeah. I thought that was really really cool. But again, the fact that they're showing us that yeah means we could see more of that later. I think, which was exciting. To maybe, me. and that's why I'm yeah. wondering, like, what does that mean? Like, why mm-hmm. did, was this just for that, or is this setting something up? Mm-hmm. So I'm very intrigued by that. Um, yeah. Last Same. thing, what what would you rate it? Maybe, maybe we'll start rating them uh, like at, uh, out of ten. Like if you had like if you had to rate it, what would you rate it? I mean, I guess what is that like? Because to me, to me, I don't I don't personally like rating things because yeah. I feel like you've got to set the parameters for how you're rating. So like, are we rating it like how much we just like liked the movie? Are we rating it like compared to other Marvel movies? Are we rating it to just, it's, other just uh... it's too complicated for me. I can't just pick a number and say, this is the number. Like I, I guess that's my issue with rating. Like okay. I love the movie. So I mean, for yeah. me, I would rate it higher than some of the other movies that I've seen, from which the is okay. because I enjoyed the movie. I, I wanted to go see it again. As soon as we walked out, you know, would I rate it as high as No Way Home? No, because that's, I mean, the best fucking maybe, movie maybe, that's ever come out, I guess, in my opinion so far. Maybe that's, maybe that's instead of doing like a 1 through 10 rating, um, maybe, I'm more, maybe I'm more curious as to with Phase 4 so far, with our right. movies that we've gotten. So we've gotten No Way Home, Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness, Madness uh, Black Widow, 
And Is Black Widow part of Phase Four? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, it was. I think it was the first movie what of about Phase Shang-Chi? Four. Shang Chi and um, Thor. And No Way Home. Oh yeah, he said them all. Yeah, Black Widow, Shang Chi, No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, Thor. Okay. Yep. So this if, was if I have to rank them, I that I can do because then I know yes. the parameters. Yeah. So I would say, obviously, No Way Home is number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably put... Dang, this is tough, because we didn't think about this. This is totally I know. unscripted. I know. You're thinking about yours, too. I am. Um, man. Yeah, I would probably say No Way Home. Love These it. are just the movies. I'm love, not even talking about the Thunder, show. Love and Thunder, second. Okay. Um, Multiverse of Madness. Shang-Chi, Black Widow. Shang-Chi, Black and Widow. And that's tough because I almost put Shang-Chi higher. But yeah. I was like, no, because like Multiverse of Madness, I, I mean, the horror elements, the Sam Raimi alone. I mean, and it, plus I love Wanda. She's one of my favorite characters. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that's, I would, that's how I would rate it. No Way Home. So, second. Second best, two? yeah, okay. I would say for sure. Um, and I mean, I feel like by default, because I, I, I loved all of those movies, and Black yeah. Widow even I thought was a great movie, but more so for Elena, Elena's, uh, Elena, uh, and, um, and stuff. Red Guardian, like yeah. those characters over Natasha, because she's like my least favorite of like all the Avengers and stuff. Really? Okay. So, um, yeah, like I, I still really enjoyed that movie, but it would probably be my least out of all of them honestly my reading is pretty is is exactly the same, same. Mm-hmm. um i agree i really enjoyed all those movies i've watched i watched black widow i think once more than you have uh-huh. uh once i hit disney plus i watched it again and, and we've been talking about watching shang chi too yeah so and shang chi i i loved and everything same. i thought it was really really great and even like putting these movies close to the bottom it's still hard because it's like I didn't hate anything about these movies. No. I love these movies. We're only ranking them in comparison just, to each other. Yeah, yeah I just it. I just loved the other ones a little bit more because then you're right because then you get like the Sam, like Sam Raimi's horror elements and Multiverse of Madness oh, plus so I mean the cameos and then the a bigger scope of the multiverse was so fucking good. Nothing um, will top No Way Home though. I but mean, No that, Way Home, that's my favorite. It's having movie. three different Spider Man that we never them. we never thought we'd get that. And then plus like having villains from movies for, uh, as far as like 20 years ago yeah is insanity Huge. and fantastic in the best way possible so uh yep. yeah i so far phase four we're yeah, fans and i mean the shows have been top notch too but i mean right now we're just talking about the movies so um yeah thor love and thunder so far second best of so the what, movies of real, phase four real quick right though what shows do we have in phase four uh so we've got so wandavision loki mm. what if um Hawkeye, uh, I feel like I'm missing something. Falcon, Winter Soldier, Miss mm-hmm. um, Marvel, mm. Moon Knight. Oh yeah, Moon Knight was so good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That might have been it uh, so far, and then we've got yeah. She Hulk next month. Okay. I think that's. It. I know we're getting a second season, of course, of Loki and What If. So and... if I had to rank those. Or at least some of them, because I didn't watch all of What If. I watched an episode or two. Right. But, um, right. WandaVision's definitely my favorite. Yeah. For sure. Um, 
Moon, you know, Moon Knight was probably like second or second third. Or it's third. up there. So there's a lot of them if you don't. Want I really to like Captain or Falcon Winter Soldier yeah. too. I I really enjoyed that. So it'd probably be like WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Moon Knight. Okay. Miss Marvel. Okay. Then what was it? Loki? Loki, Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye was good too. Shit. Honestly. No. I'm not even gonna rank. Hawkeye mine, would my go after ones. Moon Knight. I think Hawkeye was my favorite so far. I think Hawkeye would go above Falcon Winter Soldier for me too. So I, yeah, it'd probably be like WandaVision, Hawkeye. Yeah. Moon Knight, Falcon right. Winter Soldier. Yeah, that feels right. Okay. Miss Marvel, and then Loki. See, I, again, I it's not that I didn't like Loki. Yeah. It's just that I try to think of how I felt watching the the shows. Yeah. Um, which ones was I most excited for week right. to week? Which ones were I kind of like, eh? And then, like, which ones, like, really pulled me into the story? And so, like, Loki, I felt like I just, like, it started off slow for me and mm. took me a, a while to get really into it. And I think ultimately, like, it was it was important and it was really good, but I think I liked some of the later episodes better than the, the beginning was just very slow and it kind of dragged and I wasn't... I mean, yeah, I like Hiddleston and Loki's cool, but yeah. he's not one of my favorite characters either. So that's fair. Um, I really, really liked Moon Knight. Moon Knight was fantastic. Yeah. Everything I about this really show was liked so Hawkeye. Cool. Same thing. Yeah. You said that's your favorite. Hawkeye was your favorite. I think Hawkeye was my favorite, and ah, I th- okay. and like I, I don't know what it, and I really don't know. Like it's the Christmas aspect. I mean, maybe, but I also, <laughs> but like that, but it, it worked, and I think I also just really enjoy that storyline. Like, and I yeah, haven't even fully read that storyline, but like. The the Chip Zarsky or no I'm sorry not Chip Zarsky it was Matt Fraction uh was one of the creators of that storyline introducing Kate Bishop love her and everything she's and she, my favorite of like the Haley, new Haley Seinfeld love her beautiful and she did an amazing job mm-hmm. um of course you also get Yelena in that show True. you get Kingpin, Kingpin shows that's up later, why it's your favorite <laughs> and of course Lucky who you have to love yeah and you um what what is her name what's the the uh the mob boss her name is me me or uh Echo Echo yes yeah which you were talking which they're doing a spinoff yeah, spin for her, her too and stuff and I think yeah. I just think it's one of because I really enjoy that storyline and I just love Clint Barton like as a person mm-hmm. and uh or, or just very, Jeremy uh, Renner in, as a person and I love him playing it was Clint a very Barton. grounded show very that, grounded and. Yep. While I love the but other fun. shows, there were, this was one of those shows where I was like, fuck, I really want to watch that show over and over and over again. I think we'll watch it at Christmas time because it was like it was a Christmas thing. It's very yeah. holiday themed. Well, and like the last episode came out the same week as Christmas. Yeah. So yeah. like it it, it made it's sense. Still, WandaVision is still my favorite. I've been wanting to rewatch that WandaVision too, was but... definitely a, a top one for me too. Mm-hmm. I would rewatch um, Moon Knight too. I would definitely be. I would, there are, I would rewatch most of them, honestly. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Yes, thank you. Now, <laughs> we're, just, now we're just kind of talking and Now we're and just rambling on our couch. So if you've made it this far, then you're super fans. And if you cut yeah. off before this, we don't blame you. So. No, we don't blame you at all. This is uh, this is how my other podcast kind of goes. And then we're like, oh yeah, fuck, we're recording. Uh, ignore the last like half hour of what we've been talking about. <laughs> unless you're super nerds. Like yeah, us, unless yeah. you're just kind of here to listen to us, uh, which we still appreciate. So thank you. Yes. Uh, so yeah, guys, let us know what you thought of Thor Love and Thunder if you have seen it. Uh, how do you feel about it? If you are a comic book person, how did you feel in comparison to the comic? Did it make you angry or are you like being able to separate the two? And do you like the way I describe that? If not, you know, you can get angry at me and uh, 
scream at me, yell at me, you know, or for just forgetting names of places and stuff. It, or it is, it is what it are is. you like me and you don't have the comic book background and you're just taking it from a different perspective too, so. Yeah, are you just on well. the MCU journey? Which nope. there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, I can't stand people who are like, you know, you don't, you didn't read the story, you don't fucking know, like, okay, so. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. This is Killer Queen, Love and Thunder, signing off.